Steve's Weekly Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's weekly podcast. You're listening to this on Spotify Music, Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. Uh, This is of course Steve's Weekly Podcast and this podcast episode 136. 136 is uh, this week's uh, weekly podcast. Um, lots coming up for you uh, to uh, for me to digest for you. Uh, so I am going to be talking about uh, their uh, about a new Nintendo Direct uh, that happened earlier this week. Um, I'm also going to be talking about a news story which kind of broke uh, last week, but there was no podcast last week. So I'm going to talk about it in this week's podcast about Disney delaying uh, some of their films uh, from the world of Marvel, Star Wars, and they've even announced a couple of uh, release dates for other movies uh, here and there as well over the course of the next year or two. So I'll be talking about uh, that as well. And also as well in this week's podcast, I'm going to be talking about the Netflix to Dim event, uh, which took place last Saturday. Um, so I'm going to be talking about that. And that to Dim event, can I just say, started at 9.30 UK time. And it didn't end until around about 20 past midnight. Now, the reason how I know this is because... Halfway through the Tadum event, I was kind of doing a live tweeting session um, over on Twitter. And then, for some bizarre reason, I ended up drifting off to sleep. Not because the show was boring in any in any factor, no. Because it, it was quite entertaining to see all these announcements coming through. But it it just been a very long day for me. It was getting quite late in the evening and... I think it was just more down to the fact that the tiredness was kicking in at around about half past ten, quarter to eleven. And then, so I end up having a quick, like, drift off sleep. I woke up at, like, ten past midnight, and I was I was like, oh, I'm, I'm still in my clothes, so I need to get into my pyjamas. So I got into my pyjamas and stuff, and... Um, and literally, as I was getting changed into my pyjamas, the live event was finishing um so yeah so the live event was finishing so so yeah so it was it was quite a lengthy show um from netflix so um but yeah we'll talk about the netflix to dumb event uh, a little bit later on in this week's weekly podcast as well for you okay um i don't know if there is anything else that i needed to go through in this week's podcast um not that I'm aware of, anyway. But um, we'll try and find some um, like movie news um, as well. So if there is any movie news, then I will bring you up to date uh, with that as well. Um, also, as well, this week Taylor Swift announced a new uh, some uh, some tour dates uh, this week. So I don't know if I can find where those tour dates are because they are around uh but taylor swift has announced some of them in the uk which is going to be coming uh next year um so yeah so i believe it's june next year she's bringing her tour uh to the uk so um i'm gonna 
I'm going to try and find, if, if I can find the tour dates, I will let you know. It'll probably just be easier for me to find it through Taylor Swift's official um, social media page. Um, so yeah, so I'll talk about that as well a little bit later on. Oh, actually, I've got them right here, actually. Should we go through them very quickly? Um, so apparently there is a special guest joining her, which is Sabrina Carpenter. Um, although I do believe that some of those, I, I think they're only for some of the shows. Um, yeah, it does look like it. I don't think, so Sabrina Carpenter is not going to be in any of the shows, um, in France, Sweden, um, Portugal, Spain, um, UK, Amsterdam, uh, Germany, Italy, uh, Poland, Austria, yeah, so, yeah, so she's, so she's only performing with Taylor Swift, um, in Mexico, Argentina, Brazil, um, and I think that's, oh, in Australia, and Singapore, yeah, Singapore as well, so there we go, so yeah, so those are the countries that she's performing at, um, with Taylor Swift, but let me go through, um, the dates, as to when you can find Taylor Swift on tour internationally. Alright. And we're going to start from the 24th of August. Um, so 24th of August. Uh, well 24th. 25th and 26th of August this year. She's performing in Mexico City. Um, and then. Uh, no 24th, 25th. And, oh okay 27th as well. She's performing in Mexico City. Uh, and then on the 9th, 10th and 11th of um, September. She's performing at uh, Buenos Aires in Argentina. Uh, on the 18th and 19th of September. She's performing at Rio de, uh, de Janeiro in Brazil. Um, is that Sao pa Paulo? Yeah. Uh, and then the 24th to the 26th of September. She's performing at S uh, Sao Paulo in Brazil. And then that's it for the tour for this year, uh, for the Eras tour this year. And then we go into 2024. And then she'll be form uh, performing in Tokyo, Japan um, on the 7th, 8th, 9th and 10th of February. Uh, then Australia, uh, Melbourne, Australia on the 16th and 17th of February. Uh, and then Sydney, Australia on the 23rd, 24th and 25th of February. And then Singapore um, on the 2nd, 3rd and 4th of March. And then she's taken a basically a, a, a nearly a two-month break from performing. Uh, she'll be back in France um, on uh, on the 9th and 10th of May. And then she's performing at Stockholm in Sweden. Uh, on the 17th of May. Uh, Lisbon, Portugal on the 24th of May. Uh, Madrid in Spain on the 30th of May. Um, and then, uh, what is that? Is that uh, Lyon? I think that's uh, Lyon, I think. I, I can't read. Honestly, that is so hard to read. Uh, Lyon in France. I know it's in France, but it was just, I think it is Lyon. Uh, Lyon in France uh, on the 2nd of June. And then Edinburgh in the UK on the 7th and 8th of June. Liverpool in the UK on the 14th of June and 15th of June as well. Uh, Cardiff um, on the 18th of June. 
And then London on the 21st and 22nd of June uh, next year as well. And then she'll be performing in Dublin in Ireland on the 28th and 29th of June. Uh, and then she's back in Amsterdam as well in the Netherlands on the 5th and 6th of July next year. Um, and then the 9th of July 2024, she's performing in uh, Zurich in Switzerland. 13th of July next year, she's performing in Milan, Italy. 18th of July 2024, she's performing at um, uh, Gelsenkirchen in Germany. Uh, the 23rd of July next year, she's performing in Hamburg, Germany. 27th of July next year, she's performing in Munich, uh, Germany. And then on the 2nd of August, she's performing uh, in uh, Warsaw, Poland uh, next year. Um, and then the 9th of um, August next year, she's performing in Vienna, uh, Austria. And, oh, she's back in London next year as well. Uh, on the 16th of August and the 17th of August as well. Do you want to know something, right? I'm not going to lie. I'd love to go to a Taylor Swift concert. I do like Taylor Swift. Okay? I love her music. I think her music's great. Um, more so in in recent years... More than her, I, I didn't really like her much in the early days when she was doing like more of the country stuff. But I think as she went into like the pop era and, and stuff like that, I've kind of grown to love Taylor Swift a lot more. So I, to be honest with you, I actually would love to go to one of her concerts, maybe in London, because it's closer than any other part of the country is on that list. Um... But I mean, yeah, I mean, she's performing in August in London, and she's performing in um, and she's performing in June next year in London as well. So yeah, so in June and August next year in London. So I don't know. I I would love to go. I mean, are they both at Wembley? Yeah, they're both both um both of those are at Wembley. Uh, um, is it Marie uh, Stadium? Yeah, Wembley Stadium. So I'd love to go. I really would love to go, so we'll see, we'll we'll find out, we'll find out, so I'll keep you guys posted, uh, if I do end up getting, I do want to get tickets, but I'm like, uh, okay, this is 2024, um, you know, so, but as soon as they go on sale, if they go on sale, maybe, maybe I might get some, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, and also as well, that would technically be my first ever concert that I go to as well. I always thought Robbie Williams would be my first concert that I would go to, but maybe not. It could be Taylor Swift. Unless Robbie Williams decides to uh, do a do a tour and he ends up bringing his tour to the UK. I, I know he's, I think he is touring around the world, but um, if he ever did one in the UK again... Um, then, yeah, I'd, I'd happily go to it. It's funny, actually, because I found out last week he performed at the Isle of Wight Festival this year. And that is literally across the other side of the sea from where I am. Um, so, yeah, so, ah, uh, anyway, he, he he's performed quite close to me before, but, um, but I've never gone to any of his shows. I remember back in... When was it? 2016, I think it was. I think it was 2016. You performed in Southampton. I didn't go. I should have gone. Because that would have been a great night, I think. Uh, watching him perform in Southampton. And again, that was close by. That was very close. That was literally about... 
I'd say about a good, what, tw uh, half an hour, tra no, not even that, probably about a 15, 20 minute train journey from where I am. So, yeah, literally, oh, so gutted. But, um, yeah, I'd love to go and see. Either way, whoever comes out first with their tour, Robbie Williams or Taylor Swift, one of the two, I'd love to go and see them on tour, okay? Because I think it'll be great. And, you know, at the same time, I'm supporting them as an artist. And I do love, I do love Taylor Swift as an artist. I think she does have some really good music. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I know, I know, there's going to be a lot of fans in the audience, mostly women, probably, screaming um there'll probably be some guys there as well you know that loads of guys like taylor swift you know i mean you know honestly i i do i think i i think loads of guys like taylor swift anyway uh well i do anyway so even if it means that i'm the only guy there i don't think i will be i think there'll be loads of other guys as well of course there will be because you know taylor swift's one of those artists where sometimes it's like what well, it's got to be one of your like Guilty pleasures that you play, you know. Um, you know, you could be like a proper, like, manly man, you know. And you'd be there like, you know what? I'm done listening to rock music and stuff like that, you know, like the hardcore stuff. I'm going to go for something a little bit softer. I'm going to go for Taylor Swift. A bit more poppy, you know. So, but, yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so yeah, so there we go. So that's Taylor Swift's Eras tour. So I believe she's performing a lot of her songs from all her albums that she's done so far. So you'll probably get a mix of like Midnight's and Lover and um, uh, yeah, and Reputation and uh, Red and 1989, all those albums. Uh, that she's released and stuff over the years. I think that's basically what the tour is. So, yeah, I'd love to listen to them live. I really would. And also as well, I don't think it's... It's not just that, neither. But I think it'd just be great content uh, for my YouTube channel as well. Um, which, actually, I must move on to that as well, um, actually, in terms... In regards to content. I'm not going to reveal too much as to content that's coming out um so um yeah i'm not gonna reveal what content is coming soon but i'm gonna just talk about the content that i've got coming up in the, uh, next week's weekly vlog um because basically um basically this week i have gone um uh this week i went to a place here in the uk uh, called Brighton. It was the first time that I went there. Um, and it was the first time that my two other friends, Damon and Kim, had gone there as well. Um, so all three of us literally went somewhere that we'd never been before. But it was a good experience, though. I know the train journey was quite a long, long time. Um, the, the train journey was a really, really long time. But... It was definitely worth it. It really, really was worth it. Um, you know, we went there, we saw Brighton Pier, uh, and we went onto the pier, and they had all these, like, various different stools and, like, uh, kind of funfair attractions and stuff like that that you could go on. We didn't go on any of them, by the way, the funfair um, attractions. But I did film them, though, 
so they are in the weekly vlog uh, for next Monday. Um, and we went for lunch on the pier as well. And uh, I mean, literally, that it was so nice. The food on the pier was really, really nice. I do think that when we next, if we next go there, because um, we we did say we would definitely go back there again for sure. Because there's so much more for us to explore, which sadly we didn't get enough time to do uh, earlier this week. So we're going to go back there again at some point, maybe later this summer. We don't know yet, but um, but we will we will definitely be going back there because they did have like this uh, uh, this museum and art gallery there, which. Kim was quite interested in going to, um, but she said maybe we'll go there next time. Um, there is also another thing there as well, which I think is quite big in America, uh, called Popeyes. Um, so maybe we could go, I think maybe next time we'll probably go there for lunch or something. Um, and then maybe, because the, the, the food on the pier was really filling to the point where you didn't want to eat anything for the rest of the day. Because um, that's basically what all three of us were like. We were like, well, we're still pretty full from lunchtime. So I do feel like with Popeyes, it's probably more of like a fast food chain similar to like Burger King, McDonald's and KFC, etc. Actually, I'm going to have a look because I'm, I'm, I want to be very, very factual about this. Popeyes, let me have a look. This better not come up with... Um, um, ba -ba -ba -ba. oh okay um, yeah Popeye's chicken uh, is an American multinational chain of fried chicken fast yeah it is a fast food yeah so I told you I didn't even need to search that um, but yeah so uh, but they provide 100% British chicken marinated for 12 hours and hand battered with buttermilk for our famous shatter crunch so oh apparently they've even got one in London as well it says here restaurants, and it says London. Um, they got one in Plymouth as well, or is that in is or is Plymouth somewhere? I don't know. Uh, well, okay. Well, they've got one in London, in Str Stratford, Westfield, Stratford. Uh, they've got a delivery kitchen. That's just for delivery. A lot of these are for uh, delivery. They got one in Woolwich. This is in the UK, by the way. Again, London. Um, uh, Kilburn, which is coming soon. Um, Romford in Essex. There's a lot that are more deliveries. Um, they got one in Ealing, Richmond, uh, Chelmsford, Reading, Cambridge, Brighton, which we saw earlier this week. Um, Oxford, Northampton, which is just a drive-through, and that's coming, uh, coming soon. Uh, Leicester, Nottingham, Derby, Cardiff, uh, Rotherham. Um, they got a drive-through in Barnsley coming soon. Liverpool, Plymouth, Gateshead, and Barhead, uh, which I believe is coming soon. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they've got quite a few around the UK, but. I think probably I don't know where the nearest one to us would technically be. Would it be London or probably London? Because I'm gonna say Brighton's a little bit more further, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, it's probably a bit more further away. Um, let me see where this one is. 
Westfield, Stratford City. Well, I need to... I want to know where exactly this is. Um, can I... I want to have a look. Hang on. Uh, let me accept all cookies there. Uh, is it White... No, not Whitechapel. Uh, Westfield... Westfield? Westfield? Uh, what's that one? No, that's not that one. That's not that one. Uh, where's Westfield? No, that's not that one. I don't know where it is. Where... I wish I could find it, but it's... It's definitely because it's not that one there, because that's Stratford. Oh, no, no, it is that one. Yeah, Westfield, Stratford. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, it's that one there. Um, Can I zoom in a bit more? I want to zoom in. Whereabouts is this one? Just out of curiosity. It's near the Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park, apparently. So, um, there you go. so yeah, so Stratford... Is that where, is that near, no, I don't think it is, is it? I was going to say, is that near the, the London Eye? But I don't think it is. I, I'd actually be, it'd be great if it was. they got like literally, oh, they got loads of shops here. They've got McDonald's, they got Apple, they've got uh, Adidas and View Cinemas, DFS. They've got loads of shops here. Oh, we should go here at some point. Me, Damon and Kim should definitely come to uh, Westfield, Stratford. Because uh, they even do a Popeyes in the UK. Um, yeah, I don't know whereabouts this is in London, but we'll, we'll, it's in Stratford. So maybe it's not like the main central bit of London, but at least I know sort of whereabouts it is. No, that's not, that's not the River Thames. So I'm going to safely say that's a big no, it's not there. And to be honest with you, actually, no. So, Stratford's there. London is actually here. So, probably, when I go... Because, at some point, I would like to go to London. At some point. Um, and I reckon we'll probably just be in the main central area of London. Like, as in... Uh, where, like, Buckingham Palace, Westminster, and all of that is. I'd love to go th to those places, to be honest, in London. But then I'd like to kind of further explore a little bit more of it as well. Because I think... Because London's huge. It's massive. It is a really, really big part of the UK. So, um, I mean, literally, I'm looking at a map of it right now, you know. So, and it does look huge. So, yeah, so I can see on this map here where, where Popeyes is right now. I can see all these names like St. Paul's Cathedral, Soho, Mayfair, Covent Garden, Westminster... Um, Chelsea as well um, Buckingham Palace, Hyde Park I've been told apparently we should go to Hyde Park because Hyde Park is a nice park I can even see London Zoo as well oh, I'd love to do that as well I'd love to go to London Zoo I'd love to do that, that'd be good um, oh, Honestly, there's so much for me to do in London there really is that I really can't wait Hopefully one day I will definitely go there because I'd love to go there. I'd love to vlog it. I'd love to take some pictures and and stuff like that. I've been posting images actually over the last 24 hours uh, on my social media pages. Uh, so Twitter at SteveFlixPlus and Instagram at SteveAgramOfficial if you want to see them. Uh, of my trip to Brighton uh, with my friends as well. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, I think next time we go to Brighton though, we are definitely going to go to Popeyes. We might go there for lunch and then maybe we, we could go back to the pier for, for dinner or something because... 
yeah, I think I think that was quite nice to be honest. Um, having that food on the pier, that that was really nice. I'd happily have their um, halloumi burger again for sure, because honestly, that made my taste buds water so much. And even the chips were nice as well, and the apple crumble as well. I should also have had that. Although the cocktails were pretty strong there, though. I didn't drink all my cocktail because it was it was quite strong. Um, but other than that, though. It was uh, it was a really good place to go. Um, Brighton, I mean, Brighton weren't too bad, to be honest. I mean, we did have to use Google Maps quite a bit, to be honest, to try and work navigate our way around, um, which is understandable because, you know, at the end of the day, we are tourists, and this is an area that we'd never been to before. Um, so uh, we did go to an alternative bar called Brighton Rocks. That was really cool. Uh, they played a lot of rock music there. Um, and the cocktail that m uh, me and Kim had there was quite refreshing. Uh, Damon had a vodka and coke there. Um, so, which he said was really nice. Um, but, yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah. it was Honestly, it was a really fantastic day. We went to the Sea Life Centre as well. Sea Life Centre was amazing. Uh, really colourful place as well. Like, the lights. There was, like, this hall where they had like this um like kind of lighting that was like changing fluorescently and stuff like that it was really nice um i did vlog some of that and i did take a couple of pictures of that as well um so that was really nice i thought that was good um and then obviously you had like the fish and the sharks and you know and all of that and that was really good as well so they they had some really really big fish in there so really really big fish um, so yeah, so we went in there, um, and then after that, we went to the Royal Pavilion as well, uh, which is where we discovered the art museum and uh, the uh, museum and art gallery, which we're going to go to next time. Um, but the the Royal Pavilion was huge. It almost looked like it was a palace that you would find in a movie or something like that. Honestly, it looked huge. So, but there was a lot of people sitting out on the lawn and they were like kind of sitting out in enjoying the sunshine because it was a nice sunny day there. Um yeah. So, honestly though, it was a fantastic experience. I'm I would definitely happily go back there again with Damon and Kim at some point, maybe later this year before the summer comes to an end, possibly. Um so, but yeah, um, but Damon and Kim, though, they have said that we have got some more days out planned. Um, so I'm not going to go into them in this podcast because I kind of want to keep it all under wraps, really. Um, but I definitely would love to do a London trip with them. They've been to London before, so they're going to know the area a little bit more better than what I will. For me, I'll be... A, I'll be just like a, a a tourist going there for the first time. Damon and Kim, however, it's going to be a slight uh, walk in the park for them because they've they've been there together before and stuff. I think they've been there maybe once or twice together. I don't know how many times they've been together, but um, they have been there before though. Um, so yeah, so so it'd be great. It'd be a great experience for me to go to London as well. Um, I actually, I spoke to my friend Kieran because I spoke because uh, I met up with him yesterday actually, and he said he's been to London before. And he went, he he said to me because I I said to him when when we got off the train at Brighton it was really really busy, and he said to me he said so you know how busy it was 
as you mentioned with with Brighton when you got off the train and I said to him yeah and he said well think of London think of how busy it was at Brighton train station and make that 10 times worse than what it looked at Brighton train station and you're welcome basically so he said I'm not saying this to put you off going to London I'm just like warning you to say that it is very very busy but that's understandable though because again London is the capital of the UK. It's the heart of the UK as well, really, when you think about it. You know, obviously, like, a lot of uh, the media is based in London, if not in Manchester. So, you know, you've got London there. You've got, uh, so you've got, like, the media there. The politicians are there. You've got, you know, you've got attractions there as well or landmarks there as well, which have been in London for many years, like London Eye and St Paul's Cathedral and, and all of that stuff as well. So... Yeah, understandably, yeah, it's going to be absolutely, uh, absolutely busy there. So, yeah, but, you know, I think it'll be a great day out, though. I think, you know, all three of us, we actually, all three of us managed to stay together as well all throughout the day. Like, we didn't end up getting lost within the crowds or anything like that, which I thought was really good. We all managed to keep up with one another. So, uh, so I think we'll do the same when it comes to London as well. I don't think we'll... We'll, like, get lost within each other and stuff. I think it'll just be the case of we just all got to sit together and stay in our, stay in our group of three and we'll be fine. So, but, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to maybe doing a London trip with Damon and Kim at some point in the future, uh, if possible. That'll be great. Um, so it'll be great for me to vlog. It'll be great for me to make memories with Damon and Kim as well. And it'll be great for me to spend some time with them um, in in London. So, But there are other places, though, that I'd love to go. And Damon and Kim are the same. They, they said that they want to go to as well, which I'm not going to reveal in this podcast. Uh, but I will talk about them in the future podcasts that I do, um, though. I will talk about it in future podcasts. Um, because I think it's great. Um, you know, I mean, I am vlogging it, so I will talk about it in the podcast as well, but there will be a visual, there will be a visual one, uh, a visual vlog for you to see where, you know, all this stuff happens. So, but yeah, no, honestly though, Brighton this week was a great day out. I enjoyed it. Hopefully we'll go back there again at some point in the near future to go and experience the museum and art gallery that they had there. And uh, we'll probably go and explore around Brighton a little bit more as well. Some areas that we didn't get time to explore. So I think we'll definitely have maybe a Popeyes for lunch, though, next time we go there. Um, and then maybe have um, dinner at the pier again or something um, before we come back home. Um, so, yeah. So and also as well, I must say that the service... Maybe it was because it was quiet, I don't know. But the service in uh, on the pier, though, um, in the restaurant that we went to there, that was very good service and very quick service as well. Uh, I think it was called um, Marine Parade, I believe it was called, or Palm Court, I believe it was called. Um, so, yeah, it was really, really a lovely place as well. Very nice atmosphere as well. The staff were very friendly um um yeah so honestly so massive thank you to brighton for having me and uh, uh and a massive thank you to damon and kim as well for um for bringing me along so i mean it was more me and kim 
to be honest, that were because we were planning this for Damon's birthday because it was his birthday last weekend on Sunday. So we planned it for his birthday. But honestly, though, um, it was really nice, though, for uh, for me to be involved in Damon's birthday celebrations and for me to tag along to go to Brighton with both of them as well. So honestly, so a massive thank you uh, to them on that part as well. Um so yeah, so there we go. So we have got some more days out lined up. Um, I do, but I do know what what our next day out is going to be. Um, but it's going to be something a bit more local to where I live. Um, so, but yeah, that's all I'm going to give away for now. That's all I'm going to give away. But it's going to be happening hopefully in July at some point. So we'll wait and see what happens there. Um, but it should be a fun day out though. So, well, I mean, to be honest, our days out, mine, Damon and Kim's days out are always fun because we just honestly, we just end up bantering so much with each other um, whilst we're out and about. And we're, we're just always in hysterics with one another. So it, it, is, it is such it is such a fun time to be out with them both. So and I do love being out with them both as well during the day. Um, so, yeah. Um, anyway. I'm going to move on from uh, Brighton and stuff like that. Um, so also as well, I should add that yesterday meeting up with Kieran was great as well. We had a good time. Um, we ended up walking along um, uh, Pool Key for a little while. Had a good catch up with one another. And then we went to Weatherspoons. We, we were going to go to our usual Weatherspoons, but sadly the kitchen's closed um there until the 28th of june because they're having some sort of maintenance work so me and kieran had to go uh somewhere else uh we went to another weather spoons which wasn't far from our usual weather spoons that we uh that we go to um and so yeah so so we went there um so we went there uh yesterday and the food there was actually nice i had a steak and um i had a steak and kidney um uh a steak and kidney pie i believe it was that was really delicious that was really nice to be honest especially with the gravy on top so um i don't think the one that me and kieran usually goes to um is i don't think yeah i don't think usually they do steak and kidney pie but that one does the one we went to yesterday so maybe we'll go there more often and also as well i found out that um it's slightly cheaper as well it is, yeah, it is, um, it is literally, like, slightly cheaper, just slightly cheaper, um, so there we go, anyway, um, so yeah, so, uh, so there is that, um, let me just have a look and see if, uh, what else there is in the world, let me have a look and see if there's anything in the world of movie news for me to bring to you, uh, I do believe, actually, that the tickets are on sale, uh, for the movie Barbie, uh, here in the UK at least, I think it is now on sale. I'm probably going to purchase my tickets very, very soon. Um, because at the moment, I've kind of used up my four bookings in advance at the moment. Because I'm going to go and see two movies tomorrow, which is... No Hard Feelings, uh, no, Asteroid City and No Hard Feelings. 
So I'm watching uh, Asteroid City first, then No Hard Feelings. Uh, apparently, I've read that uh, No Hard Feelings is actually one of those films which makes you feel like you're watching a comedy film from, like, the, the 2000s era. Apparently so. It's kind of like in the same comedy along the lines of, like, American Pie and Superbad. Now, I do like Superbad. I think the Superbad is funny. And it is actually one of my comfort comedy movies to stick on um, as well. And I'm kind of in the mood for a comedy film. Um, because it is quite a funny film. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it could be interesting. I mean, Damon and Kim aren't so interested in seeing this film um, so much. But I'm going to go and watch it anyway. Because I said to them, I said, to me, the trailer does look a bit cringy. Because, I mean... Basically, it's Jennifer Lawrence uh, kind of, um, you know, kind of making a 19-year-old a, a lad lose his virginity, basically. Which, in America, isn't that deemed controversial in America or something? I think it is. Um, so... But anyway, yeah. So, I mean, it sounds like quite a controversial film. Here in the UK... It's not really that controversial. Not really. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, we'll, we'll, we'll see what the film is like, I guess. Um, but I'm trying to find if there is anything for me to talk about in regards to... Um, in, in regards to uh, the... Um, the mo the movie news in the in the world of movies because I don't really think there's been a lot of movie news this week. I think it's been quite a light week um, for movie news. Because um, honestly, um, I'm just trying to find if there is anything. Apparently, uh, there is an animated series called Skull Island. It's the first series in the MonsterVerse. Uh, it's now streaming on Netflix, by the way. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Sasha Bar uh, Baron Cohen is reportedly bringing back Ali G for a new project. Yo, all I can say about that is boyaka, because that's that's what Ali G says. You know, boyaka, boyaka. So, yeah. Um, oh no, me Julie, and all that. Yeah, <laughs> that's my best impression of Ali G. Oh no, me Julie. Oh. Because, uh, have you not, if you've not seen Ali G, is it in, the, I think it's called In the House or something. Um, it's a movie that came out in like the early, early 2000s with like a really young looking Martin Freeman as well. Playing one of the like gangsters or like Ali G's sidekick or something. Uh, it's such a good film. Uh, it's such a classic film. Um... I mean, I, I, I watched, I kind of watched bits of it when I was a kid because my brother used to watch Ali G. Um, but I kind of watched the full movie a fair few years ago now. And it's it's just one of those films that you just can't help but love because it's so nostalgic and, and classic. But, um, yeah, honestly, but I mean, if he's bringing Ali G back, I mean, it does make me wonder what he might do for um, for Ali G. So, maybe do another movie with Ali G. That would be great. Um, so, yeah. So, there we go. Uh, Secret Invasion Episode 1 is available now. I'm not going to lie, right? So, 
Wednesday night, I came home. I had a chat with my mum for a little bit and told her about my day at Brighton. And then I went upstairs. I watched EastEnders and Coronation Street, right, which are British soap operas here in the UK. And then I watched, and then I was going to watch Secret Invasion, right? But I got to the opening title sequence and I crashed out because I was tired at that point and my eyes couldn't stay open any longer or anything like that yeah so I started watching Secret Invasion I haven't seen the full episode yet so I am gonna watch it um I am gonna watch it so I might watch it after I finish recording this podcast, but, um, yeah. So, but anyway, episode one is available to watch now, uh, on Disney Plus. The funny thing is, actually, I don't do this anymore. I really don't. But I, I used to go and watch uh, and see what is, what is new on Disney Plus. But I, I don't do that anymore on a Wednesday and a Friday like I used to. I'm just having a look now to see if there is anything that I can see that is new. That makes me want to go, oh yeah, I'll watch that. Um, Bluey, uh, Kia, Miraculous Tales of Ladybug, Cat Noir, Me and Mickey, Hamster and Gretel. There is literally nothing on here that's new on Disney Plus that makes me want to go, yes, I'll watch that. Um, I do want to watch, however, American Born Chinese, because that's on Disney Plus now. I want to watch that. I mean, there is quite a few things that I do want to watch. Brickleberry, that's another show that I should watch. Um, Koala Man, I've seen Koala Man, that's quite a good show. The Poloni Show. Did I watch that, or did I not? I can't remember if I watched that or not. Um... The Great North. I think they've got new episodes of The Great North now. Um, but yeah. Honestly, at the moment, I'm currently watching... I need to go back and watch Single Drunk Female. Because there's a new series of that on Disney Plus now. I need to watch Big Sky, which is on Disney Plus as well. Because all three seasons of that is on there now. Wait, you know what, right? It's almost been a year since wedding season. Or has it been two years? When did this show come out? Please don't tell me it was nearly two years ago. No, it was a year ago. One year ago, this show, nearly one year ago, this show, Wedding Season, came out on Disney+. Plus, and I was like, I'm going to watch that as soon as it comes to Disney+. Plus. I never did, and it came on Disney Plus Day last year. And, yeah, I, I ne- I've never got round to watching it. And it's a British, I think it's a British drama, I believe. Or something like that. Or British crime drama. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah. So. Um, literally. There, there is quite a few things. That really I could watch. To be honest with you. Um, but I'll have to try and find. I'll try and find some time. To, to watch this. So. Adventures of the Gummy Bears. I don't think I've seen that. There was something else as well. Tailspin. 
That was the other show that I wanted to watch. Oh, I remember the... You know what? I'm going through Disney Channel favourites, right? And some of these shows are just instantly taking me back to my childhood. The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I remember that show as a kid. Oh, I used to love that show as a kid. It used to be on Playhouse Disney when I was little. Which is now known as Disney Junior. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? When I was a kid, they used to have all these various different names. Like Playhouse Disney, I remember that. That was such, so, yeah, honestly. Uh, Dog with a Blog, I remember that. Um, Hannah Montana, uh, yeah, slightly remember that. Um, so, uh, Good Luck Charlie, I used to watch that as a kid. Um, anything else on here that I'm looking at, which I can go, yeah, I used to watch that as a kid. Uh, didn't watch. Liz I wasn't really a big fan of Lizzie McGuire, to be honest. weren't really a big fan of that show. Jesse, I used to watch that as a kid. That was a great show. Lilo and Stitch the series, I used to watch that as well. That was a yeah, that was a great series. Um, was there anything else I used to see, which is on here? Um, I mean. I don't think that I don't think there is anything else. I think these are more Disney Channel movies now. Um but yeah, no, so yeah, so there's quite a few to be honest. Right, anyway, um I've literally I've not even started talking about anything that I was gonna talk about. You know, that and we're what, forty five minutes into the podcast, so um I'm just trying to find anything, if, if there is anything for me to talk about in regards to um, movie news that's quite big. Um, first look at Grant Gustin and Lucy Hale. I thought that was Lucy Hale in Puppy Love, releasing on Freebie this summer. The film follows a disastrous first date where both parties decide to part seats. Until they learn that their dogs find a love match with puppies on the way. Okay. That might be... I, I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, to be honest, I don't really use Freebie on Amazon, to be honest. I don't use Freebie on Amazon because, um, obviously, it's with ads. And I don't really like streaming services with adverts because I just find them frustrating and annoying. Um... But, yeah, there is another, there's a trailer for a film called Dumb Money. I have no idea what that is, but that's a film that's coming out soon. Uh, oh, yeah, the physical release of um, uh, of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 includes eight deleted scenes with one confirming the high evolutionary li uh, lives. Um, so... Okay, uh, but actually, yeah, this is the biggest news probably of the week. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 uh, releases on digital on July 7th. Now, I don't know if that's going to be a worldwide digital release date or that's just going to be for the US. I'm going to assume that that's going to be a worldwide release date for digital. Now, I reckon they're going to be doing something similar to what they did with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania where they basically did a digital release date first and then about a month later it then releases on Disney+. Plus. You know, it's really funny because I think beforehand it was more the case of it came out of cinemas, then it was on Disney+, Plus, 
And then after that, it got released on digital and stuff like that. I think now the roles have kind of reversed. I think it's more the case of Disney want to get a little bit of extra money. To be honest with you, I don't understand why. Um, that I, I don't really, I don't really get why people would buy these Marvel movies on digital when they are available on Disney Plus. I don't really get it. To be honest, I mean. Maybe for the bonus features, I don't know. I mean, yeah, okay, you know, like a couple of years ago, I got, what was it, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum, uh, no, Ant-Man and the Wasp, one Quantum Mania. Uh, it was just Ant-Man and the Wasp, I believe. Please don't tell me I need to sign in. No, I don't. Um, so if I go into here um, and go into my purchases... Um, most popular on your add-on subscriptions. I don't have any add-on subscriptions. Well, I hope not, anyway. Um, or as far as I'm aware, anyway, I, I believe I don't. Um, how can I find this out? D let me go onto my home. Um, or is it under, yeah, my subscriptions. Prime. Yeah. Shudder, free trial, Paramount Plus, yeah. So I've only got Prime. Yeah? Good. Because, oh, uh, maybe it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's it's just weird. Um, some of these streaming channels I've never even heard of in my life. Um, but they're, they're actually a, a, a thing, apparently. They're, they're a thing. Um, so... Anyway, uh, let me have, so yeah, let me have a look. I was gonna look at, I was gonna see where my stuff purchases um, movies. That's the one. How many movies do I have? I don't even know. Um, so yeah, so let me go back to before the days of Disney Plus, right? So before the days of Disney Plus, I had, if I can find, so I had Deadpool two. Right, which I believe is that on Disney. I'm, I'm going to now look. I think it is on Disney Plus. It should be. Um, I'd be shocked if it actually just disappeared at this point. Deadpool. Yep. So Deadpool. So Deadpool Two is on Disney Plus now. Right. Um, the Garfield movies, I believe, are on Disney Plus. I'll have a look. Garfield. Yep, so both Garfield movies are on Disney Plus, right? So I got those on Amazon Prime. Avengers Infinity War was another one. Um and then uh what else is there? Uh Incredibles 2. Yeah. Uh Incredibles 2, that's on Disney Plus now. Snow Dogs, which is on Disney Plus. Um Ant-Man Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is on Disney Plus. Um, Christopher Robin, which is on Disney Plus. And was that it? Is Ven uh, Predator, which I believe is on Disney Plus. Um, I believe, like the the is it the 2016 version? Um, that yeah, the Predator. Yeah, the pred yeah the predator is that twenty no twenty eighteen sorry yeah the predator which is on Disney plus, uh Venom which I believe is on Disney plus, I can have a look, 
fair. Num. No? Is it not? Alright, no, Venom's not on Disney Plus. Okay. Um But yeah, and then there was something else as well. Bohemian Rhapsody, I believe. Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm gonna see if that's on there, because I believe that should be on there. Yeah, so Bohemian Rhapsody. So Okay, so when I go back now, there is roughly... How many is there? There's movies. There's one, two, three, four, um, da -da -da -da, five, uh, six, seven, uh, eight, uh, nine, ten. All right, there's ten movies that I got um, on my Amazon Prime purchases should we say uh that i got on my amazon prime purchases uh which are now on disney plus now i must point this out right when i got those 10 movies on amazon prime video um i got them back in 2018 this was way before disney announced a streaming service yeah so, you know, at the time, I didn't know that Disney were going to bring out a streaming service and it was all going to be on there anyway. Um, and even more so, if it was going to be the case, it would have been around about three, four years until it was on there anyway. So, so yeah. So, to be honest with you, it's, you know, it's one of those things now where I've kind of gone, I'm not buying any Marvel films on Amazon Prime Video when they come on digital because I know that those films are going to be on Disney Plus. Now, to be honest with you, there's probably movies on my Amazon Prime list right now which are part of the Prime subscription or they're part of the Netflix subscription. The thing is with those two though is that obviously they are licensed to those streaming services and they're only licensed or contracted for a certain period of time before they then get taken off the uh, streaming service whereas Disney they have their own they have their own content on there from 20th uh, 20th century studios and searchlight pictures and FX and Marvel and Star Wars Pixar Disney what what have you but they also license content as well from like you know, like the BBC or ITV, etc. You know, obviously to meet their their quotas and stuff like that. And some of that licensed stuff does stay on there for a while, and then it gets taken off. But quite the majority of the stuff that is on um, on Disney Plus, like Bohemian Rhapsody and and stuff like that, obviously that's Disney owned property. So you know that's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. As a matter of fact, earlier this month. Uh, Disney added the um, the Incredible Hulk. Now, the Incredible Hulk was actually licensed to Universal Pictures uh, because they had a deal between them and Marvel at the time, um, which meant that Marvel, basically, Marvel Studios, when they were bought by Disney, they couldn't actually do a movie with the character until the license deal with Universal was was over and the rights returned back to marvel so basically now the rights have gone back to marvel they've slapped the marvel studios uh sticker onto the incredible hulk that got released back in 2008 and that is now on disney plus and i do believe 
that now that the rights have gone back to Marvel, The Incredible Hulk is now going to be staying on Disney+. Plus. It's not going to be going anywhere like all the other Marvel Studios films that are on there. So, yeah. So, so there we go. I mean, like, there are movies here that I can see right now. Like, uh, I'll give you some examples like John Wick 2 or John Wick 3 or something like that. They might be licensed out to Netflix or, or Prime Video right now. But the thing is, is they could disappear from those streaming services tomorrow. And at some point, I'd like to go back and watch them and, you know, and yeah, and, 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 and visit them. So sometimes it is good for me to have some of these movies and, and TV shows and stuff on Amazon Prime to buy and keep. Because then it means I can go back and re-watch them at some point in the future. So, yeah. So, anyway... I mean, like, the movie Fall, for example, I know that's on Netflix, but who's to say that that movie isn't going to be leaving Netflix tomorrow? You know, so, and I, I do love that movie. So, and the majority of the time, these are all the movies that I do buy and keep are movies that I loved. Um, like, Missing uh, was my most recent purchase. I bought Missing um, earlier this week because... Um, Earlier in the year, me, Damon and Kim went to go and watch that film at the cinema and all three of us enjoyed that film and I do think it is one of those films that, you know, I will definitely go back and watch again. Uh, it's the same with Infinity Pool. I like the concept behind it. I know it gets a bit annoying towards the end, especially Mia Goff's character, no offence. Um, but it is one of those films that... You know, it, I like the concept behind it, and I think it is definitely a film that I will go back and rewatch again. I'm definitely looking forward to getting Evil Dead Rise when that comes out uh, next month in July. I think it comes out on digital on July 14th, um, so I will definitely be getting that then. And I keep looking now to see when Bo is Afraid is coming to digital, because I definitely do want to get that um at some point so hopefully it does come out in july i'm kind of hoping it does come out in july at least um so but yeah um and then obviously you've got uh dungeons and dragons among honor among thieves which is coming to digital uh on the 21st of uh of july this year uh also as well this week in the uk this came to a surprise for me but um you can buy and keep um fast x uh, right now however though um however um oh you've, you've even got the 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 10 movie pack as well which is 59.89 so i mean that's quite yeah quite expensive um but it goes yeah literally so you can have like the epic 10 film collection which includes the fast and furious too fast and, uh too fast too furious Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious 2009, Fast Five, Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7, Fate of the uh, Furious, F9, The Fast Saga, and Fast X. So, and that's 59.89. Although, to be honest, it's probably cheaper to buy that, right? It's probably cheaper to buy that, uh, to keep, than to get... Because Fast X alone, to buy and keep it at the moment is basically £20. And I think it's because they're doing this thing where it's at the cinema 
But at the same time, it's not making enough money at the cinema, so they're kind of having to do it kind of a dual release. So it's kind of so it can kind of make money from the comfort of your home if you choose not to watch it at the cinema. So yeah, it is one of those kind of things, I think. But it is a really good Fast X is probably the fa my favourite Fast and Furious movie out of them all, to be honest with you. Um so yeah. I mean, when you think about it, right, if I, I'm going to use a calculator now, because I'm going to divide that by 10, right, and it will give me the price as to uh, how much um, each of that movie is, so 59.89, right, and then we divide that by 10, so that is basically £5.98 per film, £5.98 per film, that isn't actually a bad price, uh, to be honest with you, um, that's not a bad price, especially for um, or well, five ninety nine. Should we say five ninety nine? Yeah, round about yeah, we'll round that to the nearest penny from from yeah. So round about five ninety nine. So really, to be honest, that is actually a good price for per film, especially with Fast Stakes being twenty pounds on its own as well at the moment. I think that is actually a really good deal. Not gonna lie. So yeah, um, but there we go. You know what, I've just seen actually, there is something that I've got here. Um, does that include... Du, 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 I don't know. I've just seen, I've just found something here. Because um, if it does, then maybe... Um, I don't know. Um, so there we go. Uh, let me have a look, let me have a look. No, I don't know. doesn't look like it. So, I'll I'll try and have a look. I'll try and have a look. Um, I no, I just found this gift card I've had there for ages, and I was thinking oh, maybe I might add that to uh, a uh, to my Amazon account or something. But I don't think you can. Uh, should I should I try it? Should I try it? Um, redeem. Um, code. Um, I don't know. Uh, let me, let me see if it works. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Redeemer, enter a new. Re, 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 yeah, it is. Re, 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 re. I can't. I can't say that. Um, <laughs> I really. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm now struggling to speak. Hold on. One. One second. One second. Let me. Let me see if this. Uh, works. Um. Let me see if this works. Give me. A, give me a second. Give me a sec. Uh, let me just add that. 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 Uh, that, 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 and this, 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 this. Uh, I don't know if that's going to work. Is it, is it going to work? Is it going to work? Possibly. Apply. Did that work? Uh, I don't know. If that works or not. Um, okay, well, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I have no idea if that actually works. Um, okay, uh, well, anyway, um, unless it was, was it one of the, um, uh, well, let me try the, oh, let me try, let me try the other side. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
this, this. This, 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 this. Uh, wow, this is a long, this is a long, num this is the longest number. Um, um, uh, three, three, four, um, three zeros, and then that number, that number, that number, that number, that number, um, that number, that number, that number, that number, that number. I'm I'm gonna literally get get on to what we were to what we were originally talking about in a few minutes time by the way, because um, uh, let's see if that one works. I don't know if that's gonna work. Maybe. Maybe. Um. Um. Let me have a look. Hold on. Um, yeah, so... Anyway. Um, <sighs> all fun all, all fun and games. All fun and games. Um, yeah, anyway. So, Fast, Fast X is available, by the way, on digital this week uh, here in the UK, as well as Missing. Although, I, if I was you, um, I would probably... Um, uh, yeah, I would probably say that, um, what was I going to say? I can't remember now. Um, um, let me, uh, I'm trying to find, hold on. Um, entertainment. Um, we got... Would it be under entertainment? I don't really know. Um, let's have a look. Um, yeah, so what was I going to say? I can't remember now. Um, they have Spotify on here. Um, okay. Um, no, yeah, so basically, what was, oh, I, really, I really am lost now what I was, what I was going to uh, say. Um but yeah, so Fast X is available now, um, and of course you've got um, uh, you've got Missing as well available here in the UK as well. Uh, so yeah, so that is available um, for now. Um, yeah, fun times, fun times. Um, no, it doesn't look like it does. Anyway, right, anyway, uh, I'm going to move on with this podcast because we do need to talk about some other bits and pieces that has uh, been happening over the last couple of weeks. Um, so I'm going to close down some of these tabs because we don't need them now. We really don't need them now. Um, but I'm going to talk about... So first of all, I'm going to talk about the Disney delaying uh, some of their movies, okay? So Disney is shaking up its release calendar, adding a new Star Wars movie and Moana live-action adaptation to the schedule and delaying the next three Avatar movies by a year. At this rate, the fifth trip to Pandora will be released in 2031. That's in eight years for anyone who wants to know the math. So by the time that movie comes out, I am going to be 34, I think. Or 35. No, I'll be... Th yeah, December 2031 is when that film comes out. So I will be... Yeah, I will be literally... I will have just turned 35 by the time Avatar 5 comes out. 
Yep. Damn. That makes me feel old. Um, so, yeah, so among the highlights of the overhaul, a live-action Moana will be released on June 27th, 2025. Deadpool 3 moved up from November 8th, um, 2024 to May 3rd, 2024. An untitled Star Wars movie uh, is debuting on December 18th, 2026. Avatar 3 has shifted to uh, December 19th, 2025. Avatar 4 to December 21st, 2029. And Avatar 5 to December 19th, 2031. Based on this timeline, the final Avatar movie is coming 22 years after the original 2009 blockbuster. Um, other changes including a massive Marvel reshuffling. So Captain America Brave New World is moving away from the May 3rd, 2024 to July 26th, 2024 which in turn is delaying Thunderbolts to December 20th, 2024, Blade to February 14th, 2025, and Fantastic Four to May 2nd, 2025. Avengers The King Dynasty is getting pushed back an entire year from May 2nd, 2025 to May 1st, 2026. It's taken the place of Avengers Secret Wars, which is jumping from May 1st, 2026, to May 7th, 2027. With the addition of a Star Wars film in December 2026, it remains. Uh, it means that two movies set in a galaxy far, far away will be released in that year. A separate Star Wars movie uh, has been pushed from December 19th, 2025 to May 22nd, 2026. Another Star Wars film is set for December 17th, 2027. Disney hasn't clarified the premises of any of those installments. Elsewhere, the new Alien movie produced by Ridley Scott and directed by Fede Alvarez uh, will open on August 16th, 2024. Production delays are, and the ongoing WGA uh, strike are part of the reason behind the total overhaul of the release plan. Uh, Disney recently paused filming on Blade and Thunderbolts, which led to a ripple effect on the rest of the interconnected Marvel Cinematic Universe. In regards to Avatar, the space between the sequels will allow the post-production and visual effects department to continue expanding and developing and refining the different ecosystems across the vast world of technology, uh, across the vast world of Pandora. Um, each Avatar film is an exciting but epic undertaking that takes time to bring to the quality level we as filmmakers strive for and audiences have come to expect, producer John uh, Lando wrote on Twitter. This team, uh, the team is hard at work and can't wait to bring audiences back to Pandora in December 2025. So, yeah, there we go. Um, so, that is the Disney... Um, release slate that was announced last week uh nintendo did a nintendo direct earlier this week as well on wednesday uh obviously i wasn't around for that so i was very surprised as to what games were announced um during the uh event um so we'll we'll have a look and see what Nintendo have announced. So in the latest Nintendo Direct video presentation, uh, Nintendo revealed a wide variety of new games arriving for Nintendo Switch throughout this year and beyond, including a range of new games and content featuring Mario and Friends. 
as well as games from Nintendo's development and publishing partners. Some of the games announced include Super Mario Bros. Wonder, the next evolution of Mario Fun, and the first new installment in the Super Mario Bros. series in more than 10 years, launching the 20th of October 2023. Uh, Super Mario RPG, the first RPG in the Super Mario series, uh, returning with new graphics on the 17th of November. A visually enhanced version of Luigi's Mansion 2, which originally released on Nintendo 3DS, is set to launch in 2024. And a new game starring Princess Peach is also heading to Nintendo Switch in 2024. Also featured in the presentation was Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, The Last Spark Hunter, the second paid DLC for the uh, tactical adventure game which launches later today uh, which well so it's basically launched now uh, plus the new course squeaky clean sprint and three additional mushroom kingdom characters were announced as part of wave five of the mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pass dlc for mario kart 8 deluxe pt piranha wiggler and kamek nintendo further revealed detective pikachu returns a cinematic adventure game with cases to solve and plenty of coffee, uh, launching the 6th of October. WarioWare Move It, a new installment in the WarioWare series that asks you to move your body to complete lightning-fast micro-games, launching the 3rd of November. And new information on the upcoming Pikmin 4 was shown, featuring Night Expeditions and Glow uh, Pikmin for the first time, launching the 21st of July. Uh, for even more Pikmin fun, a demo of Pikmin 4 was announced, available in Nintendo eShop on the 29th of June, as well as HD versions of the original Pikmin 1 and 2 games for the Nintendo Switch, which is now available via the Nintendo eShop, individually uh, or as a bundle. In addition, the presentation highlighted many games from Nintendo's uh, global publishing and development um, Partners including Batman Ar Arkham Trilogy, a collection of adventure action adventure games starring Gotham City's Ultimate Protector, uh, Palia, a multiplayer cozy adventure sim in which you create the idyllic life in of your dreams, uh, Dragon Quest Monsters, The Dark Prince, an epic journey told from the perspective of an iconic adversary, and Persona 5 Tactica, a thrilling new adventure in the tale of the Phantom Thieves. So we've got some more information on the featured games from the Nintendo Direct, which I will go through for you. So we're going to start with Super Mario Bros. Wonder. So the next evolution of 2D side-scrolling Super Mario Bros. games is heading to Nintendo Switch. When you touch a wonder flower in the game, the wonders of the world unlock. Pipes could come alive. Hordes of enemies may appear. Characters might change their looks, for example, transforming the gameplay in unpredictable ways. Excitement and different surprises await in each course. Super Mario Bros. Wanda features Princess Peach, Princess uh, Daisy and Yoshi as playable characters, in addition to familiar characters like Mario, Luigi and Toad. Plus, uh, Super Mario Bros. Wanda sees the debut of Mario's newest power-up, which allows him to transform into Elephant Mario. What other wonders could this game contain? 
More details will be shared at a later time. Super Mario Bros. Wanda launches for Nintendo Switch uh, on the 20th of October and pre-orders are now available via the Nintendo eShop. Super Mario RPG, originally only released in Japan and North America on the Super NES. Super Mario RPG has been overhauled with new graphics. Join Mario, Bowser, Princess Peach and original characters Mallow and Geno in an RPG filled with twists, turns and treasure. Mario must team up with his allies to face down a menacing force known as a Smithy Gang in order to recover seven stars and repair the Star Road. Whether you played the original game or have yet to take the journey, you can dive into this Nintendo Switch version of the very first RPG in the Super Mario series. Super Mario RPG launches for Nintendo Switch on the 17th of November. A visually enhanced version of Luigi's Mansion 2, originally released on Nintendo 3DS, is currently in development for Nintendo Switch. Can Luigi summon the courage to save Evershade Valley? Explore haunted mansions full of spooky spectres and bone-chilling challenges next year. More information will be available in the future. Princess Peach will star as the main character in her own new game, which will be available on Nintendo Switch in 2024. Stay tuned for more information in the future. Pikmin 4. Welcome to the Rescue Corps. Uh, in, the, uh, in this game, you are the newest recruit and you'll customise your characters uh, before setting off to meet the capable rescue um, pup uh, Ochi and the plant-like creatures called Pikmin. New to this series? Don't worry, this is a great entry point for anyone who wants to learn more about Pikmin. Collect treasures around the planet to fix the Rescue Corps spaceship's radar and open new areas to explore, including underground caves where an environment that's completely different from the surface awaits. Pikmin 4 also features Dandori battles. Try to collect more objects than your opponent within the time limit to win and save the castaway. Plus, for the first time in the Pikmin series, you can eventually set out for night expeditions, but nightfall sends creatures into a frenzy, so stay alert. Thankfully, you'll come across a new glow Pitmin to drive them away. Much more awaits on this uncharted planet. Discover it when Pitmin 4 lands on Nintendo Switch on the 21st of July. Plus, a demo of Pitmin 4 will be available in the Nintendo eShop on the 29th of June. Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2 HD versions of the first two uh, Pikmin games originally released on Nintendo GameCube will launch on Nintendo eShop uh, from now. Uh, the games will be available individually or in a bundle that contains both games. A physical version that includes uh, both games will also be available on the 22nd of September with the inclusion of these two games on Nintendo Switch. Uh, all four main games in the Pikmin series, Pikmin 1, Pikmin 2, Pikmin 3 and as of the 21st of July, Pikmin 4 will be playable on one console. The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero DLC for Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet. So more Pokemon places and stories await in this two-part DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. 
In this story, you'll be leaving uh, the Paldea region and delving even deeper into the world of Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet Part 1, The Teal Mask. Uh, has a planned release date of autumn 2023 and part two the indigo disc has a planned release date of winter 2023 the hidden treasure of area zero dlc is available uh, is available for pre-order now on nintendo eShop. detective pikachu returns so discover the origin of the great detective pikachu partner with the tough talking coffee loving Pikachu, who calls himself a great detective to unravel multiple mysteries across Rhyme City. With the help of many other Pokemon, team, uh, Tim Goodman and his talkative Pikachu partner work together to solve a series of mysteries incidents in this cinematic adventure game. Trapped down, De uh, Detective Pikachu returns when it launches for Nintendo Switch on the 8th of October. Uh, 6th of October, sorry. Uh, Pre-orders begin later today on Nintendo eShop. So, yeah, pre-orders are now available. WarioWare Move It. So get ready for more micro-game mayhem in the latest WarioWare game. Hold a set of Joy-Con controllers, then move your body to take on a flurry of lightning-fast micro-games. React quickly with the right movement, and you'll be on the road to victory. Sync up your actions to beat each micro-game. Plus, up to four players can live it up across various minigames in party mode locally. Uh, get your body moving to over 200 microgames in WarioWare Move It, launching on Nintendo Switch on the 3rd of November. Uh, Pre-orders are now available on Nintendo eShop. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, so new amiibo of Zelda and, Ganor and Gan uh, Ganondorf, are planned for re release in winter 2023. A vast number of players are currently exploring Hyrule in The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and this journey can be enhanced by scanning select amiibo figures to unlock valuable in-game items, as well as special fabric for the paraglider to help Link in his adventure. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave 5. Squeaky Clean Sprint, a new course is racing into Wave 5 of the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass DLC. More characters are also being added. P.T. Piranha, who originally hit the track in Mario Kart Double Dash. Wiggler from Mario Kart 7. And Kamek from Mario Kart Tour. Wave 5 zooms onto Nintendo Switch this summer. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Boost Course Pass includes six separate waves with eight courses each, uh, which will all be released by the end of 2023. Buy the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass separately in Nintendo eShop or enjoy it for no additional cost as part of a paid Nintendo Switch Online and Expansion Pack membership. Splatoon 3, the next Splatfest for uh, Splatoon 3 has been confirmed. Which flavour of ice cream is best? Vanilla? Strawberry or mint chip. Uh, this Splatfest will be held from the 15th of July at 1 o'clock UK time until the 17th of July at 1 a.m. UK time. Uh, guide your favourite flavour to victory. Plus, get splatting in themed battles with challenges. More Splattastic events are on the way too. Be on the lookout for more info in the future. Uh, European... Uh, tournaments after four years away the Splatoon European Championship is back in action uh, teams from 12 regions across Europe and are, are already splatting it out in regional Splatoon 3 tournaments consisting of Turf Wars and Anarchy 
battles. The winning teams from each region will go on to compete in the European final in Frankfurt, Germany later this year. The presentation also revealed that the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe European Championship 2023 will be coming soon. Stay tuned to Nintendo's social channels for further info on tournaments. Batman Arkham Trilogy uh, become Gotham City Ultimate Protector in Rocksteady's critically acclaimed trilogy, headed to Nintendo Switch in one complete package, including all DLC, the hit-and-run uh, skirmishes off uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, uh, escalate into the devastating conspiracy against the inmates in Batman Arkham City, and culminate in the ultimate showdown for the future of Gotham in Batman Arkham Knight. Tear through the streets and soar across the skyline of Gotham City in this, uh, in the ultimate and complete Batman experience coming exclusively to Switch this autumn. Palia, this charming free-to-play adventure sim offers a breathtaking world where you can build the life and home of your dreams, unravel the mysteries of this always-evolving adventure and meet new friends along the way from in-game villagers to players from all over the world. Create a customizable character and gather materials around the landscapes and uh, biomes of Palia to craft your ideal home. Palia is a cosy, massively multiplayer online game, so friends can visit each other's homes and adventure the world together. In a welcoming, uh, playful and friendly community, Palia launches on Nintendo Switch this winter. Mario and Rabbid Sparks of Hope, so the, uh, the Last Spark Hunter, introducing the newest paid DLC for Mario and Rabbid Sparks of Hope in The Last Spark Hunter, Mario and Friends journey to a musical planet filled with new areas to explore and new enemies to battle. Discover the wonders and dangers that await you in this world of melodies. The Last Spark Hunter uh, is now available uh, from now. A demo of the main game is also available now on eShop. Dragon Quest Monsters, the Dark Prince, follow Pissarro, uh, a cursed prince, and his companion Rose as they travel through the demon realm of uh, Nadiria, explore and scout monsters, freely combine raised monsters to create more powerful allies and take on enemies with your powerful dream team through changing seasons. Dragon Quest Monsters, the Dark Prince, comes to Switch on the 1st of December. Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1, the origin of stealth action, comes to Switch. Experience the thrilling cinematic story of the Metal Gear series as you infiltrate uh, enemy fortresses and complete your mission to stop those wielding weapons of mass destruction from triggering total war. Uh, this collection features Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty and Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Along with the games that started the series, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 2, um, uh, Metal Gear 2, Solid Snake and the NES versions of Metal Gear and Snake's Revenge plus plenty of bonus content Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 launches on Switch on the 24th of October pre-orders begin now on the eShop Metal Gear Solid, uh, Gear Solid 2, uh, Sons of Liberty Land and Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater will also be available to purchase uh, individually on the eShop. Sonic Superstars spin dash with Sonic and friends through the uh, mystical North Star Islands in this new high-speed 2D side-scrolling platformer game. Speed through 12 new zones as one of four playable characters and the return of an old nemesis 
harness seven new emerald powers to move and attack in dynamic ways like climbing waterfalls, multiplying and more. And for the first time in the series you can play through the entire campaign with friends in local co-op available for up to uh, four players. Combine your powers against Dr. Eggman and Fang when Sonic Superstars launches on Nintendo Switch this autumn. Uh, Just Dance 2024 edition, the popular music video game franchise is back with its latest update. Just Dance 2024 edition featuring 40 songs from new hits to beloved classics. Connect with up to five friends and family members as you experience the never-ending dance party via online and local multiplayer. Every season will bring uh, new content like songs and a dedicated progression track and rewards. Win avatars, backgrounds, name badges and aliases to personalise your dancer card and show off your personality in the game. Plus, the Nintendo Switch version of the game will include one month free access to the Just Dance Plus streaming service, giving you access to hundreds of songs and exclusive seasonal benefits. Uh, Just Dance 2024 uh, edition launches on the 24th of October. Myth Force. Journey through crypts and castles with your friends in this first-person uh, melee, uh, roguelike inspired by Saturday morning cartoons. Braid the dungeon alone uh, or join forces with up to three friends in online drop-in co-op to take on the ever-changing cursed lands. It's up to you to stop the evil Daedalus from taking over, but it won't be easy. Make use of we- uh, medieval weaponry and legendary magic to smite hordes of enemies. Myth Force launches on Nintendo Switch this year. Penny's Big Breakaway. Uh, in this 3D platforming adventure from the team behind Sonic Mania, you'll explore the bright and colourful world of Macaroon as Penny and her newly animated friend Yo-Yo perform stylish acrobatic tricks to avoid the clutches of the grouchy Emperor Eddie and his massive horde of pushy penguins in story mode. Power up Yo-Yo to protect Penny and put your speed running skills to the test in time attack mode to unlock special items and complete secret stages. Penny's Big Breakaway launches on Switch early next year uh fey farm your magical home awaits in this multiplayer cozy f- uh, farm sim rpg craft to cul- uh, cultivate and decorate to grow your shared homestead and explore the magical island of uh, azoria create your character and customize your adventure with new outfits and decorations for your farm the cozy or the cozier your home the more rewards you'll unlock Culver t- uh, cul- uh Cultivate an enhanced farm with up to four players in local or online multiplayer. You can even share your progression by crafting items, uh, tending crops, and exploring your surroundings together. Fae Farm launches as a console exclusive on Switch on the 8th of September. Pre-order the game on eShop to receive the exclusive Cozy Cabin Variety Pack. Uh, Star Ocean, the secondary story, uh, the second story R. For the first time, Nintendo players can experience the visually explosive and fast-paced action battles of the second installment in the Star Ocean series. After a mission goes wrong, Federation Officer Claude is, a strand- is stranded on an undeveloped planet. There, he meets Rainer, who possesses myth- uh, mystical powers. Players either Claude or Rainer and make decisions they will uh, that will impact your destiny. Star Ocean The Second Story R is a full remake of the 1998 science fantasy RPG, rebuilt with striking graphics that combine 3D environments and 2D pixel characters. Um, Plus, new combat features let you execute battles with strategic precision. Star Ocean The Second Story R launches on Nintendo Switch on the 2nd of November. 
Persona 5 Tactica. Uh, the Phantom Thieves return in this tactical spin-off of Persona 5. Assemble beloved team of heroes in a new story in this thrilling combat adventure set in Persona's iconic universe. Um, after a strange incident, the Phantom Thieves find themselves in grave danger until the mysterious revolutionary rescue uh, rescues them and offers a deal in exchange for their help. Build your three hero squad from eight playable characters, equipping an assortment of weapons to wipe out oppressive armies in turn based battle. An emotional uprising begins when Persona 5 Tatika launches on Switch on the 17th of November. Um, vampire survivors, the devils are here and there's no place to run or hide. Survive a 30 minute onslaught of monsters who grow increasingly stronger the longer you hold out. Gather treasure from de uh, defeated enemies to acquire upgrades in your attempt to outrun death. With coach co-op, uh, co pl four players can run, die and build their power together. Do you have what it takes? Find out when Vampire Survivors launches on Switch on the 17th of August. Silent Hope. Seven wordless warriors must work together to find the uh, reclusive king in this action RPG. Uh, you'll explore the Abyss and its ever-changing dungeons with seven silent heroes, each with their own abilities and fighting styles. After each dungeon run, you'll return with your t uh, treasures and craft better equipment to dive deeper and grow stronger, levelling up your heroes to tackle the challenging uh, bosses lurking in the depths. Silent Hope launches on Nintendo Switch on the 3rd of October. Headbangers Rhythm Royale. Play online in this rhythm-based battle royale and aim to be the uh, last bird standing. Up to 30 players can ruffle each other's feathers in more than 20 musical mini-games. Get ready to shake those uh, tail feathers when Headbangers Rhythm Royale uh, bops its way onto Nintendo Switch on the 31st of October. Gloomhaven. Lead your mercenaries to riches uh, or doom in this adaptation of the hit board game featuring turn-based card battles with RPG elements. You'll explore cursed dungeons with unsavory mercenaries. Choose from 17 different characters and master more than 1,000 unique abilities. Hone your deck, set up synergies and face an ever-growing challenge where uh, each choice matters. Gloomhaven launches on Nintendo Switch on the 18th of September. Pre-orders for the Mercenaries Edition and Gold Edition are now available via eShop. Manic Mechanics. Uh, in this chaotic co-op game, you and up to three friends are uh, cast as travelling mechanics who must repair vehicles quickly to earn points. And work your way through the town of Octane Isle. Repair as many cars, trucks, choppers um, and tractors, mini subs and UFOs as possible before the timer runs out. The faster you work, the more chaos you unleash. Fuel spills, exploding tyres, short-circuiting robots, stampeding cows and even alien abduction get your crew in the shop when Manic Maniac uh, Mechanics launches first for consoles on Nintendo Switch. 13th of July. Pre-orders uh, are now available via eShop. Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged. The world's ra uh, raddest cars are back and taking fun to the next level. Zoom into wild racing action with over 130 vehicles and pull off outrageous stunts to avoid obstacles. Find shortcuts and knock your rivals out of the way. Unleash your creativity by modifying your vehicles and building your own tracks. Uh, race locally with friends in split-screen co-op or up to 12 players can hit the track online. Grab the wheel when this game speeds onto Switch on the 19th of October 2023. So that's pretty much everything that was announced at the Nintendo Direct uh, in June. 
I must say, Super Mario Wonder, Mario RPG, Just Dance 2024, and I'm even going to say going into 2024 itself, Luigi's Mansion 3 on Nintendo Switch. Uh, is it Luigi's Mansion 3 or Luigi's Mansion 2? Uh, I think it's Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, uh, where is it? Where is it? Look, yeah, Luigi's Mansion 2. I don't know why I say Luigi's Mansion 3, because that's not even a thing. But, Luigi, but an enhanced version of Luigi's Mansion 2, though... I think those games are going to be really good to see on Nintendo Switch. I will probably definitely be getting those games as well a little bit later on in the year. To be honest with you, I do need to get back into the world of gaming because it's been ages and ages and ages since I last played video games. And that's not even a joke, neither. I'm being deadly serious. I'm so focused these days on streaming services like Netflix and Prime Video and Disney Plus and all about that I've kind of lost touch a little bit on the video game side of things so I definitely do need to get back into the world of racing games and dancing games and Mario games etc etc so I do think there is a few games there that are gonna kind of get me back into the world of gaming again I think especially with the Mario stuff maybe even the Sonic game as well um, when that comes out uh, wherever that went where was that one too um, Sonic Superstars, yeah, when does that one come out? It comes out in the autumn. So, I mean, yeah, I might even get that one as well in the autumn. So, there is quite a few games coming out this autumn that's making me go, you know what, I think it's time for me to pick up my Nintendo Switch console again and start playing some of these games because they do look really, really good. So, yeah, so I will probably get some of those games later this autumn and I'll probably start playing them as well. So, um, and it'll probably give me a chance to go back and revisit some old games as well that I've not played in a while, like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Super Mario Odyssey, and even uh, play on some of like the um, uh, on like the Nintendo Switch Online stuff, like the the Game Boy games and stuff like that that you get as part of the Nintendo Switch Online membership. So it'll be really good for me to go back and play some of that as well. But I was going to say another thing as well um, about Nintendo. And you see that they've announced some of these games for 2024. Now, I don't know whether or not, I'm sure we'll find out later this year, whether these games are going to be coming out in the early side of 2024 or they're going to be released in the summer of 2024 or later in the year in 2024. It depends. But this kind of shows you as a consumer as well that Nintendo aren't slowing down on the Nintendo Switch anytime soon. And they don't have any plans in the pipeline just yet to announce their next generation console. So uh, Microsoft had come out actually earlier this week and they said that they expect that the next Xbox and PlayStation consoles will be releasing in 2028. Now that kind of makes sense because usually gaming consoles do tend to have a lifetime sale worth or a lifetime cycle shall we say of around about eight years and then they get refreshed and obviously they get updated with new graphics new designs and and stuff like that so and obviously they're kind of built in with the latest technology as well that is out there so i can kind of see nintendo probably are currently in development of making their next nintendo console and they and it does sound to me at the moment they've got no plans to announce it they probably have no plans to announce it this year, you know. So, if anything, we're probably going to wait until either the Luigi's Mansion 2 Enhanced version 
comes out on Switch next year. Or that solo Princess Peach game comes out next year. After those two games get released, I reckon Nintendo will probably then pluck up the courage to then start advertising or announcing their next new gaming console to consumers and to the press around the world as well. Uh, to get consumers excited for what Nintendo have next. But I'm going to say this now. I think it's going to be very difficult for Nintendo to kind of uh, kind of make a, a, a successor to the Nintendo Switch. Because when you think about it, the Nintendo Switch got a lot of people through lockdown. Uh, during the pandemic and stuff like that. You know, obviously a lot of people got Nintendo Switch consoles during the pandemic. Uh, obviously they had like Animal Crossing to play. You had like Just Dance to play and all of that. So it's going to be very difficult for Nintendo to come up with a successor to the Nintendo Switch. They could probably pull it off, I reckon. And I do have hope that they have that they might be able to pull it off. I do think that the graphics, I do think that Nintendo themselves... Need to update it to more so it's playable on a 4K TV or an 8K TV or something like that. You know, I think they do need to bring it up to to, to, uh, to today's technology, should we say, or tomorrow's technology uh, as well. So it's going to be very difficult to see what Nintendo do have in the bag for their next console. But after going through everything that Nintendo announced earlier this week at the Nintendo Direct... It sounds to me like they don't have any plans anytime soon to slow down on the Nintendo Switch and start focusing on their next big gaming console, uh, which of course will be the successor uh, to uh, the Nintendo Switch. Um, so, so yeah, so there we go. Um, now, I'm going to... How quick are we going to be going through this? Um... I reckon we'll be going through this pretty damn quickly. Uh, I'm going to go through everything that was announced at the Tadum events, okay, uh, which happened last weekend. And then I'm going to wrap this podcast up here because I've been going on now for about an hour and 40 minutes. And I feel like this podcast is long enough now. So, mm. um, and my tea in my flask has gone very cold as well. Um, right, okay, so let me go through all the announcements of Netflix to Dumb, and then I'm going to wrap up this uh, long, lengthy podcast. I must also say as well, I do apologise, there was no podcast last week because uh, I was really busy last week, to be honest with you. Um, and also as well, there was an Xbox showcase event, and I did say that I was going to cover it. I'm not going to be able to cover it in this week's podcast because this podcast has been going on for too long now. Um but, um, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, there was some really good announcements. I did watch the, uh, get, I did watch the, uh, showcase. It was a really good showcase. Uh, if you do want to go through any of the announcements, the game showcase itself is available to watch via YouTube, okay? Just search Xbox Game Showcase June 2023 and it'll come up for you, alright? Um, so there we go. Uh, but anyway, uh, going on to Netflix to Dumb. Extraction 3 was announced. Um, so the showcase kicked off with an appearance from Extraction star Chris Hemsworth and director Sam Hargrave, announcing that a third movie in the franchise is on the way. Uh, the news comes just days after Extraction 2 hit the streaming service. 
Squid Game Season 2 cast announcement. We're still waiting for a full trailer and release date, but in the meantime, Netflix revealed that Season 1 stars Lee Jung Jae, uh, Lee Byung Hun, uh, Wee Ha uh, Jun, and Gung Yoo uh, will all be returning for the second installment, joining new cast members uh, Yim Si Wan, Kang Hun Neil, and Park Sung Hoon, and Yang Dong Gyon. Uh, Squid Game The Challenge teaser. Netflix showed off a brief first look at the reality show based on its hit 2021 South Korean series. Squid Game The Challenge will see 456 contestants competing in schoolyard games over 10 episodes for the chance at $4.56 million. Um, we got a message from Penn Badgley. You star Penn Badgley appeared via a short video to tease the fifth and f uh, final season. You're considering what, or mostly, or most importantly, who Joe might come up against as he finally returns to New York, he said in the video. Though I can't say who just yet, we all know there are many loose ends from Joe's past. Elite gets a Season 7 release date, so a steamy teaser, which also include Brazilian pop star Anita, uh, a new addition to the cast, revealed that Elite uh, Season 7 will debut on October 20th. The Spanish teen drama will also see original star Omar Ayuso returning for the seventh season. Bridgerton Season 3 images. There was no new footage, but Bridgerton did reveal the first images of Bridgerton Season 3, focusing on what's expected to be the central romance in this season, Penelope and Colin, as Penelope also happens to be Lady Whistledown, and Eloise uh, now knows about it, that roma uh, romance is likely to get messy. Emily in Paris Season 4. Emily in Paris star Lily Collins revealed that Season 4 will be headed to Rome. So is that Emily in Romania, basically? Is Alfie still heartbroken, Collins teased? Will Gabriel get his Michelin star? Will Mindy and the band go to Eurovision? Will Sylvie's rekindled love last? And the question on all of our minds, will Emily and Gabriel finally get together? I know! Can they just get together? Come on! Honestly, I'm so invested in this series. I've, I've actually seen Emily in Paris. It is a good series. It's funny. It's a bit campy in some retrospect as well. But I love that series. Come on! Come on, Emily and Gabriel. Get together already, please. You know, save us all the bother. Um, save us the heartache. Come on. Um, lift first look. Stars Kevin Hart and Gugu uh, Mbatha Raw introduced the first look at Lift, an upcoming action comedy from straight out of Compton director F. Gary Gray. The film, which follows an international heist crew that's recruited to prevent a terrorist attack and must pull off the heist on a plane mid-flight, uh, releases on January 12th, 2024. Berlin teaser. The new series Berlin from the world of money heist La Casa de Papel uh, got a sleek first trailer. Pedro Alonso re re reprises his role as the titular character in the series. Uh, it'll find him long before he finds out about his terminal diagnosis, following him as he attempts one of his most extraordinary heists. Love is Blind Season 5. Netflix showed off a first look at some of the hopeful singles uh, participating in Love is Blind Season 5, which will debut this September. Will we ever actually learn, is love truly blind? Probably not, but 
we'll still get a lot of memes out of it anyway. Do I know something, right? I'm not kidding. The woman in the in the teaser, she uh, <coughs> she looks quite attractive, to be honest. If she doesn't get married, that's it. Okay, I'm gonna track her down. Um, and <laughs> that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Yeah, that, that really does. That really does sound weird. Anyway, if she gets her heart broken, I'm going to be angry. Because she seems like a type of woman that shouldn't get heartbroken. She seems like a really nice woman from the teaser that I saw during the Tadum event anyway. Uh, we got a message from the Cobra... Co uh, uh, let me try that again. Uh, we got a message from the Cobra Kai crew. There we go. Imagine saying that drunk. Imagine saying that show drunk. Literally. You'd be you'd be a mess. Though Cobra Kai Season 6 is currently on hiatus amid the ongoing writer's strike. Come on, writer's strike. You know, they need to reach a they need to reach a deal at some point because this is we're we're gonna have nothing left at this point. Everything is just gonna be put on hold due to the writer's strike. And then we'll get no new TV series. We'll get no new movies. I'll be sat here going, well, uh, I can't do podcasts because I've got no movie news to bring to you until the writer's strike is over. So uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye. You know, but anyway, um, but anyway, so yeah, so while obviously it's on hiatus because of the ongoing writer's strike, Netflix did release a sweet video of the cast reuniting, including uh, Courtney Hengler, uh, uh, Oxolo uh, Mariduena, uh, uh, Mary Musa, um, or Mauser, uh, Tanner Butchanan, Dallas Dupree Young. Uh, Gianni DiCenzo, uh, 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 Peyton List, Ralph uh, Macchio, William Zaps, uh, Zapka. I, I really am apologising if I'm getting any of these names wrong. Uh, Jacob Bertrand and Vanessa Rubio. Never Have I Ever Appearance. Uh, Matrei uh, Ramakrishnan, uh, Darren Barnett, uh, Bonnet, and Darren Lewison appeared on stage in Brazil to look back at the Netflix comedy series. The Archie Sizzle Reel. The Archies, an upcoming musical drama set in the 1960s India, showed off a quick glimpse of footage. The series will star uh, Mihir Ahuja, uh, Dot. Uh, Kushi Kapoor, Suhana Khan, uh, Yuvraj uh, 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 Menda, uh, Augustia Nanda and Vedang uh, Reina as characters from the Archie comics. Now, can I just say that I saw the sizzle reel for the Archies. It actually does look pretty damn good. And I might give it a watch. You know... I mean, musicals are, yeah, I mean, it's also, um, uh, they're also in Riverdale as well, the series Riverdale. Um, but anyway, you'll see them in India anyway. Heartstopper clip and episode titles. So, Heartstopper Season 2 revealed its opening scene during Tadum, as well as all of its episode titles, which are Out, Family, Promise, Challenge, Heat, Truth Dare, Sorry, and Perfect. It premieres on August 3rd. 
All the Light We Cannot See featurette. So the live stream debuted a new featurette of All the Light We Cannot See, which follows two teens who are thrust against the backdrop of World War II and share a secret connection that will become a beacon of hope in the darkest of times. Limited series is based on the uh, on the Pulitzer Prize-winning Anthony Doerr novel, Lupin Part Three clip, a creaky clip, a quick clip gave us a fresh look at Lupin Part Three. It's high series that's returning uh, on October third. Omar Sy is back as Asan Diop, a character inspired by the world-famous gentleman thief and master of disguise Arsene Lupin. Uh, Three-Body Problem teaser and premiere month announcements. We finally got an action-packed teaser for Three-Body Problem. The upcoming sci-fi series uh, from Game of Thrones creators David Benno uh, Bennett uh, off and D.B. Weiss and the Terror Infamy showrunner Alexander Wu. Netflix also revealed its premiere month, confirming a January 2024 debut. Korean production Sizzle Reel. Netflix has been investing heavily in its Korean production, showing off a few, including new seasons of DP and Sweet Home in a Sizzle Reel. The Witcher Season 3 new clip. Uh, just a couple of weeks from the debut of The Witcher Season 3 Volume 1. Henry Cavill, Anya uh, Shalotra, uh, Freya Allen and Joey, ba uh, Joey ba Beatty released a new clip that shows Siri single-handedly taking on a group of enemies. Uh, that is, of course, until she's joined by Yennefer and Geralt. A big old sword and magic fight ensures. Outer Banks Season 4 video. It can't be called a teaser, really, but Outer Banks did show off a little sneak peek of its upcoming Season 4, introduced by Chase Stokes. Avatar The Last Airbender first image title reveal and 2024 release. So it may not have been as much as fans were hoping for as the series is still waiting for a release date and full trailer. But Avatar The Last Airbender did get a little glimpse during Tadum. Netflix revealed the first character images of its live action series. As well as title reveal footage, water, earth, fire, air and all. It's coming in 2024. Wednesday cast video. While we wait for Wednesday season 2, Jenna Ortega... Emma Myers, Joy Sunday and Hunter Doohan got together to discuss some choice fan theories. Wednesday quickly became a smash hit for Netflix and it was renewed for season two back in January. Rebel Moon featurette. Zack Snyder released a behind the scenes look at his upcoming film Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon is being split into two parts with each getting its own Snyder cut. So one will be family friendly, one will be more made for adults. With the first being released on December 22nd, 2023. The second is expected to follow soon after, although a release date has not yet been announced. One Piece teaser and release date. We finally got a highly anticipated look at Netflix's live action One Piece series, giving us the first footage of the Straw Hats in action. Netflix also announced a release date of August 31st. Uh, cast members uh, Inaki Godoy, Makenyu, Emily Rudd, uh, Jacob Ramiro Gibson and Taz Skyler were also on hand uh, for the reveal. FUBAR Season 2 announced. So none other than Netflix's new Chief Action Officer Arnold Schwarzenegger 
revealed that his Fubar is returning for a second season. Fubar also got a pretty silly blooper reel as well. Linda Hamilton is joining Stranger Things Season 5. Uh, Stranger Things uh, hasn't started filming uh, yet amid the writer's strike, but that didn't mean the Netflix hit was absent from Tadum entirely. In fact, one of the biggest reveals of the event, it was announced that Terminator icon Linda Hamilton will be joining the cast of the fifth and final season of Stranger Things. Of course, Lim Lim uh, Linda Hamilton uh, obviously played Sarah Connor in the Terminator franchise. Heart of Stone, Gal Gadot, Jamie Dornan and Aaliyah ba uh, Batts closed out the show by debuting a new trailer for their upcoming action movie, Heart of Stone, which hits Netflix on August 11th. So there we go. So that is everything that was announced at the Netflix to Dem event. And that is everything that I've got coming up for you uh, this week on Steve's weekly podcast for Spotify Music, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Much as I enjoyed talking to you guys. Uh, I will be back next week. Okay, there will be a podcast coming up next Friday. Uh, coming up next week, I'll be revealing uh, all the details of what's coming to Disney Plus and Netflix in the UK and US for July 2023. And I'll also reveal what's leaving Netflix uh, in UK and US for July 2023 as well. And I'll be bringing you a couple of movie reviews as well. Uh, in the form of No Hard Feelings and uh, Asteroid City as well. And if I do watch any other movies between now and uh, next Friday as well, I'll give you my thoughts on some of the other recent movies that I've watched as well. Um, and I'll keep you guys up to date uh, with the latest uh, in the world of TV and movie news as well, okay? Uh, so, a massive thank you for listening. Uh, feel free to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Steve Official, if you want to watch uh, my uh, YouTube weekly vlogs. New ones coming out on Monday next week. Uh, feel free to give me a follow on Twitter, at SteveFlixPlus, Instagram, Official, and the Geeky Stevie. Um, and also, you can follow me on Letterboxd as well, which is Steve Crosby uh, 2021 as well. So, yes, I will be back next Friday with another weekly podcast. Fingers crossed it'll be a little bit shorter than this one. Uh, but from me, though, goodbye. Thanks for listening. I'll speak to you guys again in my next weekly podcast. Steve's Weekly Podcast.